Hey everybody, it's Chris. Um, basically, we recorded this episode a few weeks ago, before everything happened. And it's been uh, an insane past couple weeks, an amazing couple weeks. And it just didn't feel right to release this back then. And, and so we've been sitting on it for a while. And uh, it just also didn't feel right to not uh, bring it up. Uh, in any case, uh, of course, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, we're all about it, and, um, you know, I realize there's nothing lamer or whiter right now than to be running a Green Day podcast, but here we are. Uh, Green Day did tweet out a uh, message in support, uh, which I should mention. It was great, and uh, they recommended that you donate to the official George Floyd Memorial Fund, Campaign Zero, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, Black Visions Collective, and Reclaim the Block. So if you have any extra money and have not donated already, those are some Green Day-approved charities to get involved, even if you can't actually be out there. Um, good change is coming, I hope. And... Uh, Everything that's happening is so important. This is not. So just enjoy it because it's silliness. And uh, let's get into it. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Ay, ay, ay. Back to our little fireplace with these cushy chairs. Sit with us. Sit with us. It's it's nearly a hundred degrees. Please sit by the fire. <laughs> yeah. Warm yourself. We've got some hot cocoa coming, and uh, you know we can we got extra sweaters that you can just pull on. We'll just sweat all this out of you. Okay. <laughs> it's healthy. It's, it's healthy. It's healthy. When when summer comes a knocking, I pull out my nice knit sweaters, a warm blanket, mm-hmm. and lay in the sun. Lay in the sun, yeah, lay in the fire. I just and I just cook myself. Nice roast, Chris. And uh, nice roast, Chris. Here, I of course am the host of this here redone of the Total Green Day podcast, and it's because I'm a massive Green Day fan, guys. I really am. I like them. Mm-hmm. All right, get off my nuts, jeez. <laughs> and of course, as always, on my nuts and every single way is my co-host and Green Day fan. Colin Brady. Mm-hmm. Proud to be there. Proud to be there. Um, I'm I'm uh, yet another <laughs> massive, massive Green Day fan. Um, All right. Stop showboating. Anyways, <laughs> we're here to talk about something very special today, something we've been teasing for a minute, man, Some a while, since months ago now, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. it feels like years ago, given our current yep. predicament, yeah. or should I say current pandemic. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> A sad sigh. You look off into I the distance. I feel like that's that's mostly what you hear from everyone on yeah. the Zoom meetings. They they look back to January and, and they go, "I yeah. was so young back then." Oh, uh, so much more carefree. Ah, oh. but anywho, what we are uh, here to talk about is our famous teaser, and we're finally making good on that promise. We are giving you our Udo trays. That, of course, is the combination of Green Day's disappointing to some. Trilogy, their albums Uno, Dos, and Trey. We're mm-hmm. taking the songs and we're combining mm-hmm. them into one album, a good album that could have been. 
It should have been. It should have been. Should have been. Yes. And and along with that album, we're going to add potentially add um, some tracks off of Demolicious, their their EP. Would you call it or like? Well, here's, yeah, I, I was here's what I was gonna say, Colin. Yeah, is it, I, yeah. I, it's I think it's a full album, but it what it is is yeah, we wanted yeah, to make yeah. Udo Trey, and it turns out mm-hmm. Green Day already did that. They made yes. their own Udo Trey in the form of Demolicious. <laughs> Uh, their demos album from the trilogy from 2014. Mm-hmm. We'll In- get... Including a few unreleased cuts. That's not, right. Not just demos. Oh, some rare steak yeah. up in there. Yeah, some yes, prime rib. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that in just one <laughs> second. But of course, first off, we need to check in with each other. We need to be civil. Longtime fans true, will know that true. Colin and Chris are synonymous with cousins, co-hosts, mm-hmm. and not being in the same room as each other as much as it sounds like we are. So, Colin, you're all the way up there in Seattle. I'm mm-hmm. down here in Los yeah. Angeles. How are things in yeah, Seattle 2000. for you? Uh, things are going well. Things are going well, Chris. I think, again, as you probably are hearing on a lot of video calls, I don't have much much to share. Um, but overall, been hanging in there. Been going to work, which has been keeping me sane. And, this boy's uh, essential. Yeah essential luckily um and yeah yeah how about you chris anything anything exciting anything wild in well, your hair not, later? Not, i mean well can i ask you a question for, i want to ask you a question first and yeah, i want please, you to be please, honest please. okay because okay, you don't yeah. i get there's like the oh i'm so i'm so grateful to be essential i'm so grateful to have work right because there's so many people who are not in a position where they don't have work and it sucks yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I totally get that but like in the back of your mind, is there even an inkling of like it would? Uh, I, I, it's nice to be essential, but it would be kind of nice to stay home and, and play Legos and, no, and discover no. new porns that I didn't know I liked. <laughs> no, I'm serious because because yeah, if I stay home, I just get really antsy and I, mm. I really don't like don't like it. It's not even about like seeing people. I, I still haven't really been seeing many people. I've just I've been moving more, you know, and my body gets very like. Uh, I'm one of those people who, like, in class, you, like, look over and he's, like, shaking the desk because he's moving his leg a lot. Oh, okay. A coke coke freak. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) No, you're, like, an active guy. I get that. And when you have a job, it's, like, you even if you don't like the job, you still have something to show up for. Like, you have to. Yeah. Well, yeah. And luckily at my job, I have to move around, like, physically. Like, just even just that is Mm. is pretty nice. That Um, is nice. Yeah, yeah. So no, no. I think I actually maybe that's not like super common, but I yeah, I would go crazy if I had to stay home, like completely stay home. You know. Well, uh, I've been staying home, and you were correct because I have gone <laughs> crazy. I have lost my mind. <laughs> it's true. I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> that's terrible. You're doing good work, and and God bless you for still working. We we salute you. We clap for you at eight o'clock. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, but what's been going on otherwise down there, Chris? Any anything wild going on in your hair? Uh, again, yes. Similar to you. I mean, you're working. I'm I'm not so much. But yes, but nonetheless, yeah, that's still kind of similar. There's not a lot to update on because even if you're you're being active, you're not. You're still kind of limited in movement these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, just small, small little quarantine stories i think there's a new level of quarantine story right we're like i know this is bullshit this wouldn't be interesting to talk about in normal times 
but because we're all quarantined, these are suddenly our new stories are like little little yeah. things where you're like, oh, the the mailman, you know, he wore gloves today. That's good. Mm. That's a big story. <laughs> but our uh, little interesting thing is at our apartment here, mm-hmm. we would often get stuff shipped to the wrong uh, apartment building, the one across the street from us. A lot of delivery places get confused. And so okay. we'd be like, oh, yeah. deliver to apartment 10, blah, 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 LA, blah. And then gotcha. there'd be, they would go to apartment 10 across the street. So this happened a f- over the past few years. This would happen like a couple times. And sometimes mm-hmm. like our neighbor from across the street would come over and just like grab their box or, or we'd take it and keep it forever, you know, or whatever. But, or sometimes <laughs> our stuff would end up over there. But it's uh-huh. weird because we're relying so much on delivery services during the pandemic obviously mm-hmm. to get food delivered, get essentials delivered, all this stuff. I don't know what is with Postmates, but for some reason Postmates has consistently been delivering number 10 across the streets food to number 10 my apartment that we did not order. <laughs> and like the oh whole thing God. is like contactless delivery, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're like we don't knock, we don't touch anything of yours, we don't yeah. even we just leave it there. We just drop it there. Yeah. 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 So Twice now in the past week, we've opened the door the next morning to find um, a, a spoiled meal on our doorstep from Postmates. No. Yeah. <laughs> and That's it sucks because so it's something where you go like, oh, if, the, if it's already been misdelivered, they already know, like, why not just salvage the food? It's It's been two things that you cannot save the next morning. It's been, first of all, Froyo. Oh no! Second of so melted mess. Second of all, sushi. No. Yes. <laughs> it's such a shame you didn't open the door. Like happen to open the door in the evening. I know, cause you know how good God. warm sushi is the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So again, that's a quarantine. <laughs> so story. good. That's a quarantine. We don't. It's not. It's, I wouldn't even mention that if there was else anything else going on. Yeah. No, that's fair. But it is still pretty funny. I gotta say. Yeah. And I feel bad for our neighbor, like they keep not getting their yummy treats. But yeah, well, they must be complaining, you know, and they're probably getting their money back. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure they are. But and then by the point we find it, it's like way too late to do anything. But yeah, yeah. If you're listening, oh, I know well. our podcast has a big outreach. I know a lot of people, <laughs> world over, especially like chances in, are good. They listen, and so if I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you're hearing this, come pick up your sushi. Anyways, that's enough about us, Colin. I think we got to get mm-hmm. back to the good G well, guys, our boys mm-hmm. in black and red. Of course, we're talking about Green Day, and we're talking about just a little smidgen of some Green Day news. This is GDN. So, my sweet, dearest cousin, Colin, I don't know if you heard yes. the news, mm-hmm. but Green Day released a new song. I heard it. I heard it. You I did? I believe it was called Dreaming. That's is right. Is that correct? It's it's dreaming, and it's I, at first I saw this and I felt like a fucking hack. I was like, I how come my phone wasn't blowing up the minute this came out? I didn't know like it came out last week. It's not a big deal, but I just heard it in the past yeah, few days, yeah. and uh, it's a cover of Blondie. It's a Blondie mm-hmm. cover. Mm-hmm. I uh, I personally don't really know Blondie. I don't know this song. I'm afraid. Um, I prefer was, her friend was... brunette. You know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm not. I don't know a lot of Blondie myself, but I did know this song. Okay. Okay. And I thought it sound. Their cover sounded really good. What do you think in comparison to the original? Which one do you like more? I mean, why? It. You know, it's so funny. 
Because the thing, Billy Joe, of course, has been covering a lot of songs on the No Fun Mondays series he's been doing ever since yeah. quarantine started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's releasing a song a week, and he has quite a bit now, because we've been in quarantine for so fucking goddamn long, you fucking idiots. Wear a mask, <laughs> and we don't have to do this. Um, and <laughs> it, it, this is the first, every single time he covers something, I go, I acknowledge that the original is really good, and like that artist is awesome, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm a fucking Green Day fan. So you're telling me my favorite musician's going to cover a song and I'm not going to like that more than the original? Like, of course I am. I like Green Day's version more. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> right? I just didn't realize it was such an, like, an obviously type situation. But okay. They're basically okay. like, if, I'll your, just favorite, assume that from if that. your favorite thing did something <laughs> else, you know, did something else, wouldn't that then be yeah. your new favorite thing? Yeah. Well, okay, from now on, I'll just assume if Green Day covers something, you like that song more than the original. Oh, Green Day could cover the Beatles discography and be like, fuck the Beatles, oh I don't need them anymore. Green oh Day Oh my god, you are speaking blasphemy right that's now. That's it. What the fuck, that, That's dude? it. That's all oh I can say. Oh my god, you should, you should fucking pay penance after saying something Green like Day that. could cover every Radiohead song and, and then I'd be torn. But and again, <laughs> until that happens... You know, <laughs> that's the only one. That's the that, only. I, I mean, in hearing Billy hit those falsetto Tom York notes would be a trip unto itself. So, but oh my gosh, I don't think he can do it. I, it's a I challenge, Billy. So Different. It's a challenge, Billy. Do it. I think. I think there's apples and oranges we're talking about there. But yes, mm-hmm. I think this Blondie cover is great, and I think Green Day are fucking killing it. My only question, Colin, is you know Billy Joe's been releasing these himself, like as a solo artist. Yes. Like, so what is it that is happening now that he's getting Makes the other guys involved? Do you think it's just like Mike and Trey had the time and wanted to mail their parts in? Or I, I'm just, I don't, one thing I was thrown by, I was like, oh, Billy, why isn't this you? Or should yeah, we expect yeah. a Green Day cover album coming out? Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. And, and of course, this is speculation. But um, yeah, I kind of think it's, it's probably just Mike and Trey don't really feel like it most of the time. And, and so... And maybe that's why this one took so long to come out, too, compared to all of all of Billy's songs, you know? Yeah, cause, I mean, Mike's covered. been farming, as we talked about, and Trey's exactly. just hanging exactly. out with his kids. But, uh, I mean, because they all have got home studios, you know, and it's pretty easy. They, you know, for, for Trey and Mike, especially, because I, I think Billy does most of the arranging, because he's doing mm-hmm. the vocal and all that. But mm-hmm. for them, it's probably just hopping in the room for a minute, and they can just knock it out in one or two takes and then email it over, you know? Yeah, yeah, it seems like you're right. It, it seems like it should be pretty simple, but so I'm I'm yeah, just so wondering if I don't know why it takes so long. Well, I was just thinking that like Billy, the, my theory was uh, was that Billy was going to release his own solo album of covers at the end of all this, oh, in taking okay. the best of his No Fun Mondays and and comprising that into an album. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of released. I think we're alone now as a single. And and I really love it. I think it's a great cover, and I think he's done a lot of other really good covers. I'm like, oh, the, uh, Billy's just, just going to release his own. This uh, eventually, this will become a project that's an Covers album. Yeah. But now this one from Green Day kind of threw me. I'm like, oh, is this going to become a Green Day project where we'll do a, get a Green Day cover album, which which would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that could be really cool. I don't know. I I just haven't really been super into the the covers I've heard lately. Like they've they've all been fine, but none of them are like you know really latching on to me. So right. well, okay. I don't know how now, excited I think I would that's be about blasphemous. That. So we'll call it even. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So I check it out. The Dreamin' uh, cover. 
by Green Day is up on Spotify mm-hmm. and everywhere else. I think it's uh, very catchy, very fun. <laughs> but enough. That's that's all for the news today, Colin. I think we should hop into our album of the week. Okie dokie. Sounds good. We're talking about, of course, this week, Green Demo- Day's Udo Trey, called Demolicious. Demolicious is Demolicious. And this was released um, in 2014. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually remember this pretty vividly. Uh, I, I, I still identify with the person I was when this was released, if that makes sense. It's not That's some funny. far off, like, American Idiot sixth grade kid. Right, right. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. This was released on Record Store Day, April 19th, 2014. And mm. and that's, you know, Record Store Day bands release rarities and, and, and they delve deep into their archives to, to find a single or something to release on Record Store Day. And the idea is everyone goes out and you can only get these special releases at the record store to support right, mom right. and pop shops, yeah. which is yeah. a really cool thing. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't remember this coming out at all. It's it's oh interesting, sort of funny because I I didn't actually even know about it until a few months or maybe yeah probably like four months ago five months ago. Ever since you became a Green Day super think, fan and we're a host and, of a yeah podcast. a super yeah. fan yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and basically the reason this is Udo Trey is this and why you might not know of it as an album because it's not really an individual album but it is a collection Mm -hmm. of demo versions hence the demolicious (laughs) of songs from their uno dos and trey album trilogy and that also includes uh some unreleased songs one unreleased song really state of shock and then Mm -hmm. an acoustic version of stay the night yeah and I mean, just to get in front of it, I'll say I I feel my theory on this and how I felt back then when it first came out was that this the last we heard from Green Day was in 2012 when they put out the trilogy and it was Mm -hmm. largely disappointing to the fan base. And I feel like I mean, the reason this is their Udo tray, this is their combination is I feel like this was them validating that trilogy and basically saying. This is what it would have been if it was one album. This is what it could have been. Exactly. And to, to that right. point, my dear Colin, Mike yeah. Dirnt, of course, the lovely one and only bassist of Green Day, published uh, the album's cover on his Instagram. And he the caption was, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is how Uno, Dos, and Trey would have sounded if we were still on Lookout Records. That is so interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. so telling. That is so, yeah, that is so interesting to think about. Because uh, I, I see where he's coming from, definitely on, on the production value, especially. And it, because but, of course, um, Lookout is where they put out their first two uh, uh, 1039 smoothed out slappy hours, and Kerplunk mm-hmm. came off Lookout Records. And if you were to line up these recordings next to those first two albums, that they would sound more similar, I'd say, than anything else in the Green Day discography, Probably, simply because yeah. these are demos. And you know, admittedly, mm-hmm. they're rough, but that's kind of the charm of them isn't it yeah and i will say i at least for these types of songs i i think it it was uh, a better look for most of these songs to to sound sort of like that well i completely agree uh, and and as much as we love yeah. rob Cavallo, their <laughs> sweet and awesome producer who did some mm-hmm. of their greatest records and i'd say brought green day to the mainstream with some of his work mm-hmm. 
they yeah. Green Day is kind of noted as specifically Billy that he was really unhappy with the way the production on the trilogy turned out. Yeah. And that's been a, a complaint, I think, from a lot of people that it sounds too compressed, too plastic, too edited. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't sound very rock and roll. And and so these kind of the rough mixes, very in off like very authentic, just plugged in guitars. Trey just at a kit, you know, that it sounds very rough around the edges, but that's kind of what we like about Green Day, and especially the, exactly. the early days. I do really dig that whole vibe from this whole album. I, I think the selection of songs they pick from the three albums is is interesting. Uh, I'm not so sure it, about that. It definitely is. Well, and we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, true, it's, true. they truly, they, they cast a wide net there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, we we'll, can we'll get into that it. in a second. <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about for these facts are the cover mm-hmm. art. Colin, what do you think of the cover art for Demolicious? You, the cover art is wild, I got to say. Actually, I'm going to bring up a picture here so I have something to look at. Sorry. Yeah, you look at that because uh, I, I, there's actually a really fascinating story behind it. But it, Oh, there is. I actually didn't know that. Okay. Well, I, I, and, and for the record, I think this is one of, the, one of Green Day's best uh, Elmarts. That's not a proper really? sentence. It's, I think it's really fantastic. Um, the cover art was designed by comic book artist Tom Neely with Christina Colantes. And I okay. read an interview with Tom Neely, the comic book artist who drew this. And mm-hmm. apparently this was like a really rushed process. And it shed some light into the making or the conception of this album as a whole on Green Day's side as well, which is really interesting. So apparently Mike Dirnt reached out mm-hmm. to Tom Neely asking if he could get them a cover for Demolicious by Monday. And it was Friday. <laughs> and and Mike had it like Mike had ideas. It's like we're we're trying to throw this album together for Record Store Day, which was like the next week it had to be done for it to get printed in time. Right. Oh my God. And, and, and so this was like very last minute apparently. And yeah. so he's like, he had this idea of a skeleton biting down on a record called demolicious. And so Tom Neely was like, Oh, Holy fuck. Oh my God. Okay. Shit. Green day. Okay. Yes. Right. Like, of course you say yes. But then he's like, how am I going to even get this done in time? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he sketched yeah. out two, or I'm sorry, pardon me, three little, just like very quick hand-drawn sketches. One of them was the skeleton biting the record like Mike Durnt wanted, and then something mm-hmm. else. And the third one looked a lot like uh, what we see on the Elmar, and he described it mm-hmm. as like what it would look like if a Green Day supers, super fan's house exploded. <laughs> and it's like a and it's like a dump, you know? And, okay, and so yeah, he, yeah. like, he kind of and he was saying like uh demolish demolicious so he was also thinking like oh. demolish so that's why it looks like it's a it's a like a a dump yard filled with guitars and green yeah. day records and and drum kits and all this musical equipment i and, didn't get the the demolition part interesting yeah so so yeah. he and then he's like and i was hoping they wouldn't choose this third option because it was by far the hardest to draw and <laughs> mike texted back like oh fuck let's go for that third one that looks awesome so oh, no. he's he this whole article was just basically about how he didn't sleep, he just bought a bunch of coffee and he just went fucking crazy drawing this in like 48 hours essentially. 
trying to get to them. But as he was doing that, he was he's like, I was texting with Billy and Mike the entire time as they mm-hmm. were in the studio mastering Demolicious. Oh, my God. So basically, they were both on this deadline. Green Day and uh, Tom Neely. This is so fucking goofy. Right? Uh, yeah, you're right. It's like very symbolic of like probably their whole process around this time anyway. Yeah. But. And so basically it was like, we got to get this out. But oh, fuck, we need Almar. Okay, text this guy. Oh, we. <laughs> so like they were, it was like very flying by the seat of their pants. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have noted some of the imagery in this Almar as actually kind of, as you said, symbolic of Green Day in this time. Yeah. Because you can... If you look at the album art there, you can see copies of Uno, Dos, and Trey, the albums laying scattered about. Mm-hmm. There's broken instruments, including Billy's iHeart guitar. Oh, I didn't see that. that. If you remember, he had this meltdown and he smashed his yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a guitar oh in there with the neck broken, exactly like his was during the iHeart radio meltdown. Oh god! So that's this m- is like a Green Day super fans like wet dream. All these little, <laughs> <laughs> all these it really little is. clues, and that's yeah. like not confirmed. But like, I, I mean, I think people can. I, I think that's pretty right on the money. I, I, I don't yeah. think you could argue that. And uh, yeah, and and finally, I'll just end with this quote. He said that uh, the back and forth collaboration with Mike was over the phone, and it was a fun experience. And knowing that they were also in the studio rushing to finish the mastering of this record fueled me all along the way. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. So they were both racing to get this done. And I, I think it's a really good album art. Like, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm, I don't know. It's definitely not my favorite, but it's, it's, I mean, it's, not it's my one of the better time, ones of the recent past. But it's certainly What's better that? than Father of All. Oh, yeah, no question about that. <laughs> so, it's honestly, it's better. It's actually better than like all of their albums since at least 21st Century Breakdown. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I think it stands up. So, yeah. Maybe yeah. the coolest part of this album is the album art. But, I mean, that, that, that's all there is to say that. I, I, let's, I think we should hop into Demolicious, man. Let's do it. Okay. So, first up here, interestingly enough, we've got 99 Revolution. Remember, these are all demos. So I don't have to say Mm -hmm. demo, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. This is the demo of 99 Revolutions. I think right off the bat, this one, I mean, it's obvious that that it's uh, a lot crunchier than on, on, on the album. And this is on Trey, right? This one is originally from Trey, that's right. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, I think we'll probably, because I think I said it on our Trey episode, and I'll say it again here, 99 Revolutions has never been my favorite. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's fair. It's it's really, there's nothing major important to it. But I like this version a lot more. Oh. Okay. I, I, I do. And, and I think, again, it's it's that thing where uh, the, the lo-fi edge of it, the guitars, the fuzz, everything helps it. And mm-hmm. I often think about how funny it is that like we will record something absolutely perfect and then put effect. Like when I'm doing my own music, you record something mm-hmm. as well and perfectly as you can, and then you put a bunch of effects on it that make it sound all fucked up and more lo-fi. <laughs> like you actually degrade the sound, like because it sounds more authentic. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, I that's not necessarily a great business strategy or uh, you know, artistic strategy, whatever, whatever. But I think it mm-hmm. really helps a lot of these songs. 
I think it does too, yeah. I, I strongly agree. These, I mean, again, these are not my favorite songs off the three, the trilogy. Um, but I would say I like these versions in general a lot more than, than the uh, studio versions. Totally, right? And, and I yeah. wonder if you agree on this. A big part of that, I think, and I've noticed other people saying as well, is that Billy's vocals are like the biggest improvement because they don't sound like overly processed. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that explicitly, but but totally. Because the guitars are great. I like them a little more fuzzy and crunchy. And that's but the biggest improvement is like Billy doesn't sound like auto tuned to fuck. Yeah, and because yeah. it's a demo, there's no need to overly edit it. He just is singing. It's just like one take. We're running the song, and it sounds so mm-hmm. much better. I know. That's the I Green know. Day we You're like. Right. Uh, well, shall we mosey on over? Let's to- mosey on. To track two here, um, demo of Angel Blue. Angel Blue. Off of Uno. Now, everyone who's been listening to our quarantine episodes will know that I like Angel Blue because it's got the lyric, Won't You Be My Bloody Valentine, which I always change to Won't You Be My Bloody Quarantine. Because we're stuck inside and I'm losing my mind. Oh, you. Oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, again, I like this more. Yeah, I I actually like this song quite a bit on the album too, but I do like this version more too. They're just, it just feels warmer. And that's Mm -hmm. all there is to say Mm -hmm. really about it. Uh, It feels more like it was recorded in a rock club, not like this Apple, this Mac store that is also a record, (laughs) like it's just a cold, sterile environment. That's a that's a really good description. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and I mean, that's all I got, man. Uh, should we poke mm-hmm. on over to track three here, Carpe Diem? Yep. Let's let's please do. Uh, I, I forget. Where do you land on Carpe Diem? I don't. I don't care for this song really. <gasps> Me neither. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is. I wrote down a lot. Ne- not been my never my favorite, and that's. I mean, yeah, this, I don't love this song. It's off Uno, That sums it up. It's boring. Yeah, there's nothing to it. Yeah. And and again, I guess I like this version more, but this is a song I don't need to hear again. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm at. Uh, So, next track. (laughs) Yes. But this next one's a little interesting, right? Okay, yeah. So here we have State of Shock. State of Shock, which is an unreleased, previously unreleased song. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and just my own little story behind this song is I remember I had just started dating Zanny in college mm-hmm. when I was when I was in college and this came out mm-hmm. and I was feeling all insecure about Green Day uh, being a Green Day fan, essentially. And it's, really? a, it's to break yeah. it to a girl. You know, I'm so I love Green Day. I hope you know that. <laughs> but it's still breaking it to a girl that you like How? is still a chore. How serious are you about this story? Were you actually worried about telling her about that? Oh, like, no, like, again, we weren't, like, in love at that time, but it was... I know, but still, like, still, regardless. I mean, sure, basically, okay, I want, (laughs) uh, let me take you back then. Pause the song and let me take you back then, okay? This is so fucking The last time that we'd seen Green Day 
they had released the trilogy. You got to remember, this was 2014, 2012, they had released the trilogy and, and cementing them. And Billy had the meltdown. And this was cementing yeah, themselves as yeah, kind of okay. irrelevant or whatever. In any okay. case, as a Green Day fan, I had felt burned and upset. <laughs> and so I was reading about them releasing one original song with this you know, uh, record store day thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even care to hear the demos of all those songs from the trilogy. I just want to hear the new song that they haven't released. And so right. I was with okay. her and I was like, hey, is it OK? I, I know this is kind of stupid, but is it OK if I play <laughs> this song? You know, and I did. Mm-hmm. And we both kind of nodded and we're like, hey, not bad. And we just had this feeling of like, oh, OK. And I felt like for a minute with her, like, oh, there's still hope for Green Day. It's not over. They still can write like a catchy, good song. What a beautiful, beautiful uh so it was like it was like her approval that led me to be like okay it's okay i can still love green day and i'm uh, sorry to be such I a wonder bitch if she's just making you feel better what i'm just saying i'm sorry to be such a bitch like that like you should just like what you like and fuck everyone else but yeah. you know i <laughs> i needed that i needed the boost that's pretty cute that's pretty cute i for one don't really care for this song actually <laughs> well, well here's what i was gonna say colin that was then and this is now <laughs> Oh, okay. And I wasn't as entrenched in the time as the Green Day discography as I am now because we're doing this Mm -hmm. lovely podcast. We're done with the television Green Day podcast. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't have everything on my mind that they had done. Now, hearing State of Shock, all I hear is Chump off of Dookie. This is the melody. For the chorus of State of Shock is Chump off of Dookie to the syllable. It is the exact really? same melody. And oh, the God. verse, which is also familiar but less familiar, is Parts of Loss of Control off of Uno, of course. <laughs> so my theory as to why they didn't release this on the trilogy or anywhere else, only as like a little bonus track, was essentially that it was two melodies they'd already written and released of better... <laughs> arguably better songs probably chump is pretty good chump is great and chump is it's unmistakable it's the exact same melody yeah so i didn't realize that yeah it it was bugging me until this afternoon and i I started going through all their songs to i was like not that one not that one oh maybe that one. Oh my god i narrowed it down to dookie and then it was like okay it's chump and Mm -hmm. i I dare you listen to save shock listen to chump listen to save shock listen to lost control it's I it's, will. it's I there will. anyways whatever <laughs> but i'm curious I, now yeah i have to thank state of shock for getting me back on the green day wagon even if it was fair you know, enough a little bit yeah yeah what's up <clears throat> next my dear friend uh i believe we have here uh let yourself go let yourself go let yourself go let yourself go it's a demo it's a demo it's a demo um, I actually don't care for this song that much, actually. I remember that. This is off Uno, of course, originally. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of I kind of like this song. And I like it a yeah. lot more in this version. I think I re- this song's meant to be gritty and mm-hmm. sloppy. I agree. It's I agree. Angry- I like it more now, for sure. Um, I do recall you enjoyed it. And is it, yeah, is it the fast tempo? Like, what is it exactly that, that gets you? I'm just I'm a Green Day fan because I like 
Billy can write these really lovely, sweet ballads and really beautiful songs, but he can mm-hmm. also write these fucking tearing it up, fuck you, rock and roll, let yourself go, essentially. Like, I, <laughs> this song has always yeah, stuck yeah. with me. And mm-hmm. I think there are better songs than it on the trilogy that I like less, just because this song has got, like, attitude for days. Okay, okay. And even I, I know Billy that. was being like a fucking junkie and, and all this stuff at the time, but I feel like this captures it better than almost anything. I don't yeah, give a fuck yeah. anyway. Like, he just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Colin. But but one thing that's interesting about this version, and, and maybe a reason mm-hmm. I like it more, is that he changed the lyrics on the bridge. This is something that changed before they recorded for the studio. Uh-huh. Um, what they what they do and, and it, it, you know like the bridge originally is like stop fuck fucking with my head now always fuck fucking with oh, my yeah. head now yeah which is kind of but here it's wanna wanna live with the normal people wanna breathe with the normal people and he, it's it's like these lyrics that aren't included at all those are way better lyrics wow yeah and I prefer that huh. a lot to fuck fucking with my head yeah yeah no I totally agree so I I, don't, I think it's got a like a youthful punky feel. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I get that it's like simplistic, and a repeat chorus and blah blah. But yeah, I'm, that's sort of how 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 I view it. But it's still it's not a bad song, and actually the solo is pretty good too. Yeah, I will say, um, it's kind of wild and like sort of you wonder if it's just improv a little bit, but it, it sounds good. Yeah, I think we could all you know really care to let ourselves go. Yeah, you know, yeah, especially these that. days. Uh, just kidding. Hold yourself to a strict regime and do not <laughs> do not let up. We're falling apart as a humanity, and we need to we need to pick our shit up. Uh, we we need to get ourselves together. And mm. one of the best ways to get yourself together, Colin. Oh yes, this seems like a healthy way of doing that. Yeah, healthy way. Sex, at- <laughs> drugs, and violence. That's right. Sex, drugs, and violence. That's all you need. That's the cocktail for a healthy living. Mm. Yes. Right. As prescribed by GD. The GD boys. Dr. BGA and the GD boys. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible hospital. They have high mortality rates. Yes, high mortality rates, but like <laughs> high party rates. True, yep. true. Yeah. It's uh, a party hospital. It's a party hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a party medical school. So, yeah. Colin, this is off tray. I, I remember mm-hmm. us both not being crazy about it. Uh, yeah, no, and still not at all, really. I, I feel the same. Um, I was, I was like, I, I like mean, this maybe better. it's a little bit better, but it's still shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was so funny. I go like, I keep saying like, oh, that's better than the original, but I'm like, oh, this is the original. Yeah, like this was made before the yeah. studio version, but the ones that yeah. we heard. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. The studio. Yeah, obviously, a song like drugs, sex, drugs, and violence, like, is helped by a grittier instrumentation mm-hmm. true, true whatever the the part i kind of like here is mike singing uh i yeah i actually noticed it sounded different i just assumed it was is billy but i think i know what you're talking about the, the, i don't like want to be an imbecile yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that's mike and i think he sounds great so i agree i agree that's all i gotta say on that <laughs> yeah i feel you there uh, up um, next, where are we cruising over next? We're cruising Chris. over to track seven here, which also had some changes made. This is Ashley. Okay. Of course, off of Dose. Mm-hmm. I remember another one. I remember just not really being crazy about on the album. Yeah, this and, is like uh, this was a darker song. 
Yeah, it's a darker song, and I don't really like the, the tune a whole lot. Um, again, I think I like this production better, but it's still, yeah. I just don't care much for either version. I Yeah, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I kind of started noting at, at when I was listening just through on this one is that I like that Green Day included a lot of the ins and outs of the recordings when they were in the So there's a lot of count-ins from Trey. One, two, three, oh, four, yeah. see, as he clicks the yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah. and there, There's little snippets of fun. audio. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's more of that coming up. But one of the, the only reason that Ashley's kind of interesting here, because she's quite boring, she's not that interesting, but is <laughs> is they changed the lyrics from the, they took away the second verse. Or, or, I, pardon me, I should say they added a second verse in the studio version. Because this original version here uh, had, re- he, Billy repeats the first verse twice. And so, I don't know mm. if you remember the lyric, we were, I think we were talking about it on mic, about the references to Crystal Meth. That this song um, was about Ashley kind of being a meth Oh, head. yes, 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 I do da, remember da, 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 But now it's Crystal yeah. Meth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this part, he just, he, that part is was written later, I guess, because this is not included in this version. Huh, I wonder why. I, I mean, maybe inspiration just struck, maybe he smoked some Crystal Meth. <laughs> oh, you never know. That would explain a lot, yeah. It's like, this is a lyric, what I'm smoking. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that that's just a little... It's kind of cool to see that... Uh, I mean, the songs, obviously, were still a work in progress, and one could argue they should have continued to be a work in progress for Absolutely. longer. Or they should have just scrapped these and started with some new songs. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Ashley, I think, is catchy, though. I can always call it up in my head. Like, I never forget mm-hmm. how Ashley goes. But, okay. you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't really. Again, I don't know. It's not a. It's a boring tune. It's just super repetitive. Yeah, but and, uh, uh, let me let me describe right. to you, sweet Colin. When I when I met a, yeah. a young lad who had oh. who had lived in Africa, he lived in Bolivia, he lived in Nepal, and uh-huh. uh, he happened to be related to me. But I said, I don't care. I fell for you. And talking of course, my sweet cousin. Who there. is it? Who is it? Uh, oh, uh, it's my. Wait, you have another cousin? What the hell? Yeah, oh, buddy, you know what? I've got so many cousins, and I am t- I'm stringing <laughs> all of them along. Anyways, no. this is Fell For You off of Uno. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I think you like this song a bit more than I did initially. I do. At least. I do like this song. Yeah. I like it on the album. I also like this version. I think I like this version more, in fact. I, I definitely do, too. Uh, yeah. And, and for all the same, all the reasons we've been listing, better just the production is is feels grittier because it's raw and less exactly. Produced. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. This is, I guess, my sort of uh, what was the song you were talking about earlier? Um, my let yourself go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like I know it's I know it's not super interesting in a lot of ways, but I still think it's sort of like fun and yeah, pleasant to listen to. Well, you know, it's fun. I know because we did uh, the 10 songs that Billy feels like have changed his life a few a while mm-hmm. ago. And uh, yeah. Billy listed this on that list. So, oh, did he? Yes. Yes. That's this this was the ridiculous. only one from the that. trilogy that he listed. Yeah. So I know he likes Fall for, Fell for You and they've released it three times. They've released the studio version on Uno. They released this mm-hmm. Demolicious demo version and they also released the Otis mix. Right, which right, is like right. the guitar yeah, heavy mix from uh, the original. God. So yeah. I know, I know they like it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the only thing I'd say, uh, you know, it's pretty much the exact same as you hear it. But at the very end, if you, I'll skip to the very end here. As mm-hmm. they fade out, there's just like a little 
Billy does like a little riff at the very end as they're playing out, which is fun. So oh, okay. yeah. I wonder why that's something they would cut, but whatever. I think sometimes they just they'll just fuck around in studio, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I, I like the little additions. That's fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and you know, because I fell for you, sweet Colin, I keep begging you to stay <laughs> the night. No. But he keeps refusing. Keeps refusing, folks. Not until you buy me flowers. Oh, buddy, I'm never gonna buy you flowers. Those those flowers got Rona, brother. No way. Jesus. Not doing that to you. That was dark. Okay. Uh, um, you, I don't know if you remember, I love Stay the Night. I actually really yeah, like this I, song. I do recall that. I also like this song on the album and this version. Um, yeah, this is off Uno originally. I think I think I still like this more than the original, probably. Um, I, I See, that's, that's where I might actually disagree. This is the first one on this Demolicious that I actually mm-hmm. prefer the studio version because I think this is such a grand song the polish actually helps it take off while mm-hmm. others are aided by the grime okay I, I could see that I don't know I still I guess it's largely the vocals and being able to hear the drums a little bit better maybe mm. um, yeah I don't know I, I'm still enjoying this version and I don't know, it's not like my favorite song or anything. And I still don't think it's super interesting, but it, it is, uh, it's catchy and it's fun. The, only, the big, the big uh, example I'd say for Stay the Night being yeah. better in studio is if you skip to the bridge, that whole instrumental bridge. Mm-hmm. I think th- like they don't have Billy going, like on the, the studio version. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I miss that. And I just think the polish helps that whole bridge section, which I think is a fantastic instrumental piece. Yeah, yeah. Take off. I feel that. Mm-hmm. So that's, okay. yeah, that's all. I, again, it's I, I, I can respect that opinion for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to listen to the studio version again and, and try to compare them closely. I, and I recommend that for everyone. That's your homework. Stay the night. All the versions. <laughs> all three. Uh, and and uh, I think we should mosey on here, as you would say, mm-hmm. to the. And I keep asking Colin. I say, I look. I fell for you. I want you to stay the night. I want us to make a nuclear family. <laughs> wow. And he. Keeps, I think you're moving a little too fast. Though, oh, too fast. I think you're too slow. Absolutely. These eggs won't last forever. So this <laughs> is, of course, the demo for Nuclear Family off of Uno. And. I, I like this song. I like the original, and I like this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, another one off the trilogy, one of the few that I, I kind of enjoyed. Um, I think I like, I still, I like this version a little bit more. Um, it is a little, his, his vocals are almost a little too hard to hear him sometimes, but overall I still, I think it's good. That's a good point, I agree. Like, it's mixed down more than... I, yeah, you would want for a, an official mm-hmm. release and, and whatever, mm-hmm. but this is good. I, I really like he just different singing patterns he does. Uh, look, looking up at you, like he does this. He just does it a little different than he does on the record. And I know that's really nerdy of me, but I really like the way he does it here. <laughs> you, like yeah. he, he like scoops up into it instead of just hitting it mm-hmm. flat, which is kind of fun. Wow. Yeah. So there's just like different little characteristics of Billy's voice that I think get edited out and the studio version mm-hmm. that are cool mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah, definitely.
just to the credit of Green Day, I think it's remarkable how much these demos sound exactly like what you got when they're good, you know? Yeah, true. Because it's just I mean, cool to songwriting hear. wise, very little has changed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like, I think Nuclear Family is a, a good, catchy song. And like, this sounds like exactly what I'd want out of it. So mm-hmm. it's less polished, but it's still just as uh, compositionally sound, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, speaking of one that I feel is maybe a little less sound in this version is is track 11 here. And that's Stray, Stray Heart. Heart. Oh boy. Oh boy, this Stray one, Heart. This one's a favorite of mine from the trilogy. Yeah, this is like um, off of Dose. It's one of the only good songs on Dose. Oh, that's harsh. I feel like Dose okay. has oh, is that harsh? good songs, actually. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, none of them were good, but Dose had some good songs. It had more than Uno, probably. Okay, well, all right. Well, this is where we Maybe. disagree, but that's fine. Um... <laughs> We can agree that we like this song at least, right? Yes, yes, we both like this song. Um, again, I I don't know. There's not a huge difference in my book between this and the studio version. Dude, but, I, uh, I think I I kind of like this version more. Oh, I think the studio is so much better on this one. <laughs> you do? I do because because it's the, the bass. This song is bass-driven. Mm-hmm. It's Mike holding this down. The verses are pretty much a one guitar chord and then like bars of Mike just holding that's true that's true and you need that big bait that bouncy big bass feel Mm -hmm. and and it's just a little i mean it's a demo it's fine but it's just a little wimpy here and okay okay and 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 because it's such a it's a great composition but it's very sparse and i think you need Mm -hmm. that like it's kind of meat and potatoes and you want the studio to really boost everything so i actually i like the production elements on this one because it is such a dancey pumping track that it needs like the needs the bump (laughs) Uh, yeah i i feel you i feel you there i i yeah i don't know i feel like the the bass is still pretty noticeable in the verses um but i could see it being quieter for sure yeah like like the bass is noticeable but it's not bassy it almost yeah, sounds like a guitar yeah. as opposed to like in the studio version it's like boom 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 like it really it's hitting you with That's that, ba- that, right. that yeah. bass gain. Uh but it's still a cool song. It's a if, if it's if you're gonna talk to me about songs about cheating, Stray Heart all day <laughs> is my favorite song about cheating. Definitely, definitely. Pina Colada song, take a fucking hike. We're talking Stray Heart, okay? Great songs Pina about Colada cheating. Pina Colada songs about cheating? Yeah, dude, it's about he me uh if you listen to the lyrics, it's about this guy posting an ad in like mm-hmm. the special. What's, what do they call it? Casual encounters or whatever. Oh yeah, like yeah. back when you'd post it in a paper, and and mm-hmm. and meeting someone at a bar through a casual encounter ad, and it ends up being oh, his wife. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> and the whole ad that he wrote, the ad is if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the caught in the rain. That's like the that's the the verse. I mean, sorry, the chorus is the, the right. ad, and then he ends up meeting his wife and realizing they both were going to cheat on each other. But now that they're together, that they're gonna you know have sweet hot sex. Oh my god! Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's, yeah. So that's Stray Heart. Oh, Jesus, man. that's my favorite cheating song. Wow. Okay. But anyway, l- last note on this, my my dear boy, is if you yes. if you hop to the very end, you can hear one of my favorite little exchanges if you turn it up real loud you can hear billy say like they kind of ex- some of these they exclaim after they finish the recording 
mm-hmm. and I believe you can hear Billy saying, uh, "Where is it? It's coming up oh, here." Yeah. I was on to something, but I, just, I fell off of something. There it is. I was on to something, but I fell off of something. I was onto something, but I felt so people going like, "Oh, that was awesome!" And he goes, "Because I think maybe he tried something with the guitar, or something, something I didn't catch, right, or just something that they were doing that recording." And I went, uh-huh. "Oh, that was like maybe Trey or Mike goes, oh, that was awesome.'" And, and Billy's going, "Yeah, I was onto something, but then I fell off of something." I was onto something, but which I love. That's just very funny. Bill, Billy's got oh, a good. Oh yeah, here I just got to it. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's so funny, right? Huh? <laughs> I was onto something. But then I fell off of something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's it's a nice little human moment that you you like in these. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And oh boy, buddy, track twelve here. That's <sighs> ooh, Rusty James. Meh. Meh. Yeah, let's check it out. That's his off of Uno originally, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I, I just I much prefer this version. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this version is still better. I just this song I don't care that much about in general. Longtime Green Day fans will know, of course, that uh, Green Day second guitarist Jason White became the an official member of the band for only this recording session, only the album trilogy, and then he went back to being a touring member. And I think in this song you can hear his influence quite a bit. The second guitar, the lead guitar is so much more pronounced in Rusty James, especially during the verses. And I think that's all Jason. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it helps yeah, the song could, a lot. I, I don't know I why they took that. it out. You know, I didn't even notice that. I don't think that that was different. Well, But I, I do really like it now that I'm, I'm like paying attention to it. It just makes things a lot more interesting. He's playing... Mm-hmm. I don't know if counter melodies is the right term, but he just... He just having his own little kind of solo riff going on the side, and it make it just mm-hmm. adds depth to the song. Yeah, yeah, I feel that again, particularly in the verses. Uh, and my only other thing I'll say about Rusty James is I don't know if you recall how much I hated when Billy goes, "Where the hell is your old gang at?" Which is one of the lyrics, <laughs> but he says it like so annoying on the on Uno. And on, I don't remember that at all. If anyone is knows what I'm talking about on Uno, he just like. I don't know, some soap opera acting where, where the hell is your old gang at, man? And on this one, he just sings, where the hell is your old gang at? It's like not annoying. So I much prefer <laughs> this to that. Well, I'm so glad that he's less annoying than this one. Yeah, see, I told you, I'm losing my mind. I'm hearing all these oh things. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm losing okay. it, man. But yeah, <laughs> anything else on Rusty James? Rusty Collins? No. Nah. No, boring. What's up next? Uh, we have here a little boy named Train. Mm. Um, this is a goofy song. I think we both were saying it was goofy originally, too. Yes, yeah, off um, of Trey, and it's a weird one. But I kind of liked it this time. Like last time around, I just it was boring or just weird, and now I actually like kind of like it. It's weird. Me too. I I, I kind of I was surprised how much I liked it during Trey, and I I like it here. Yeah. It's uh, it's sort of like carefree feeling, and uh, it's catchy. It's it's surprisingly catchy. Yeah, it's like it's an odd choice for this list of their Udo tray, but it, mm-hmm. but fuck it, it's cool. Uh, 
uh, I'd say that I think you hear a lot more of the second lead guitar again, and I think that's just more mm-hmm. Jason White mm-hmm. on these demos opening up, which is I I like a lot more. I like the more complex stuff they add, so that's great. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, yeah. Last thing I'd say about Little Boy Named Train is at the very end, similar to the the song Stray Heart with the recordings at the end. If you skip to mm-hmm. that, the very very end, you can hear. I think it might be Mike or Trey and Billy, but going, that was awesome. That was sick. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was pretty like sick. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, I totally missed all these little exchanges before. Well, it's like they're so quiet that I would like, as the song ended, I would turn my headphones all the way up just to hear what they were yeah. saying. <laughs> uh, of course, <laughs> Little Boy Named Train leads into Baby Eyes off of Dose. Baby Eyes is cool for the uh, the bass. The bass. Right? I think so. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I, I kind of was intrigued by that. Um, I think the bass sounds Yeah, the album like is not nearly that intense, right? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. It sounds a uh, lot cooler. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Um, overall, it's not my favorite song, but I think the bass makes it pretty interesting in this, in this uh, collection. Yeah, it's catchy enough. It's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> Last last uh, note on Baby Eyes at the very end. Once again, I, someone screams, "Fuck yeah!" Fuck yeah! Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Why are they so fucking hyped about like every song? God, imagine you just ripped that in one take. You'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, that's true. Nice, nice. <laughs> and of course, uh, up next is Makeout Party off of Doze. Ugh. One of my least favorite songs from the I was, trilogy. No one's favorite. I don't understand why they would pick this song. Yeah. But anyway. Like, like, um, like Billy's vocals are better, so I, I do appreciate Like, it's better. I guess. Yeah. I, it is I, better, Colin, but it's not great. I, yeah, I guess it's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'll say. It's fine. It's fine. Let's get out of here. Of course. Yes. Track 16. <laughs> But if you want to know more about, we can check out our episodes on Uno Dos and Trey. If you, if yeah, you want sorry, to I just don't. Oh no, totally. no point in rehashing some song that we hate. You know, I agree. Speaking of that, uh, here's track sixteen. <laughs> oh love, uh, um, famously off one. of Uno and the first single of the trilogy. I think yeah. everyone can agree that was a mistake. Yeah, it was. A, it was definitely a weird pick. Um. I think the guitar, the like, the weird solo guitar that permeates this whole song is, it sounds really garagey in this version. Yeah, like that know. strum riff, right? Yeah, yeah. but I kind of like it. It's got this weird echo to it or something that I, I kind of dig. Huh. Um, so I like this version more. Than this oh, video, interesting. Sure. I just yeah. feel like maybe I'm I'm programmed by Billy Joe Armstrong and the boys, but I feel like I prefer the, even though I don't really like the original that much. I, mm-hmm. I I feel like the way that guitar sits, not it sounds so much, but the mix, mm-hmm. it just feels kind of demo-y. And I know it is a demo, so that's a stupid thing to say. But <laughs> it just feels garagey. Maybe, as you said, like it's a little undercooked without all the studio production. Maybe how I felt about Stray Heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I think Trey maybe sounds a little, like the, some of the drumming sounds a little better. Some of the... Yeah, Billy's I agree singing with that. is better, but I think that like especially mm-hmm. when the solo guitar comes in, it sounds really undermixed. 
And okay. I, I, again, as we know, they were rushing to get this mastered over the weekend before it was released. Yeah, so true. Yeah, and, and and this has never been my favorite. So mm-hmm. whatever, and it's mm-hmm. like six goddamn minutes. Like I don't have, I don't have time for that. Yeah, it is a long song. I I always I agree with okay, that. Okay, five thirteen. Pardon me, but still, it's not worth how long it is for yeah. sure. But. Nonetheless, it's not the worst song on the trilogy, and no, I do like this version. So by far, yeah. Uh, track seventeen, though, is what I end up saying to Colin every time he refu- refuses to stay the night, and that is that <laughs> oh my God. I'm missing you, uh, I'm missing you um, off a of tray. This one, this one wasn't like a standout for me ever, but um, it's it's all right, and I, I like this version more still. Me too, dude. Um, I think the bass is maybe a little bit more obvious somehow in this version, mm. um, which I like. And Billy has a lot of like at the very beginning that that initial like little vocal riff. It almost sounds like they did like mm-hmm. a reverse effect on it, is or, there or or something? But he's like a lot of little vocal warbles and riffs that aren't included mm. in the original that I think add a lot of character to it. Okay, yeah, I should pay attention to that. I, I didn't notice. Yeah, so he'll add like a, what? Like when there's an <laughs> instrumental or something. Like he, I don't know, he kind of makes it his own. I, I, I like yeah. little stuff That's like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And and like, it's kind of a cheesy song, you know? It is. And, and it's it like is, on yeah. when it's too polished and it's a cheesy song it's it, it's just it's, too much i agree i agree that is so i was trying to figure out how to say that earlier actually like it's somehow palatable being sort of uh sugary yeah when it's not when there's not the extra cherry on top oh beautifully put yes exactly <laughs> it's, it's like it, it you need the gritty guitars because it's our it's otherwise it would be too much sugar for you yeah yeah, yeah exactly definitely <laughs> that's so funny that's great um, that that's i think a lot like a lot of these songs that applies to on this mm-hmm. album yeah definitely. I agree. yeah uh and at the very end which is fun i think trey mm-hmm. just screams like he just screams which is <laughs> which is great i'll put it in right there <laughs> that's tight yeah but it's, yeah oh my gosh so yeah you can i mean this is a it's a workout doing you know blasting through a song like that yeah so it's seriously like it's cool to hear their energy that they're stoked Mm -hmm. and then for a quick drop in the energy colin the the last song on this album is pretty weird it's um acoustic version of stay the night which is off uh yep i believe yeah yes and this Um, was previously unreleased a version of that song yeah yeah I, yeah, it's it's an interesting take on it. I actually kind of like it because it's just so weird. Interesting. Uh, and it's the only, and it's literally the only trilogy song that's been released as an acoustic, like with an acoustic version. So I just think like having a, at least one take on what one of these types of songs would sound like like this hmm. is interesting. Well, that's why I like it. Yeah, I hear that. I just, I just feel like uh, I like the idea of it more because I've said I like Stay the Night a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd go as far as say as I love Stay the Night. But Oh, my gosh. Whew, okay, maybe that's too much. Um, <laughs> but I really like it. But I think Billy just sounds a little bit out of it in his vocal. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, is he drunk or bored? Like, it just, it, I think it needs the full band behind it. 
hmm. to to get that that kick in the ass feeling that I like so much about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm not looking for the kick in the ass feeling like with this version of it anyway. Well, so I guess I would never play the song acoustic at a bonfire. I don't know. I wouldn't have before, but now that I've heard him do it, I'm like, oh, I could, I could see you trying to do that. Yeah. All right. Fuck me. Never mind. It's good. <laughs> I'll take it back. I, I still um, think Billy sounds a little out of it, but I, yeah, it's cool. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not my least favorite thing, though. That's for sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. And and that, yeah. Colin, that's demolicious. That does it. it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? 18. 18 big old, big old hunks of meat that we didn't get to see before. <laughs> that's 18 chicken wings right there for you. Mmm. Mm. Yum. That's deep fried <laughs> shit. Uh, oh, yeah. Or I guess under fried in this case if it's demos. But I suppose. I mean... This kind of leads us to the point of this episode, even though we're so far in, is, mm-hmm. is this is our Udo tray. It's not a, they, Green Day made their own Udo tray that we just heard. Mm-hmm. But the real question is, all the people want to know. What's ours? All the yeah. people they care about is what's ours. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares what Billy thinks. God. Yeah, no. Shut up, anyway. Billy Joe. <laughs> author of our favorite band and music. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Step aside, uh-huh. son. The, know your place. Thank you. Uh, so of course now it's time, you know, I think that gave us a lot to think about. I think a lot of these versions are actually my preferred versions of certain songs. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But, um, that said, again, the selection of songs in this is, is not great. Right. I I don't think we are, what we'd want to see on this, it would line up with theirs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also Colin, I think it's kind of interesting to note that, you know, this was a, uh, taking the demos from three albums into one, which everyone has always theorized from the beginning of the trilogy was like, if green day had just released one album, one album. Yeah. It wouldn't have been an embarrassing flop, uh, you know, weird thing. It actually, they could have had a really solid album on their hands. It, yeah, it really probably would have been, it probably would have been my favorite green day album since. Well, I don't know. It would have been comparable to 21st century breakdown. Sure. Just yeah. Quality, like, quality yeah. Wise. Careful. Watch your step. Don't say anything <laughs> stupid. And yeah, totally. I agree. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to just go through first. You want to go or who? Uh, just go on to go yeah. Through yeah. Why tracks? don't you go? You go right ahead. I'll interject if I if I'm shocked or appalled or okay. Like that. Okay. Sounds fair. <laughs> um, so this is this is Chris's Udo tray, and these are just the, the my personal favorites. Uh, and I've I've 14 tracks. I think that's a reasonable album. Demolicious is mm-hmm. 18 tracks, for God's sake. So I'm trying to keep it. That's generous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll, this is in no particular order, but it's kind of in order. Like, I, I, I'm, it's not locked, but I think this would be kind of a nice flow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd have track one be Nuclear Family, like on Uno. I'd have track yeah. two be Stray Heart. Like, just get some of these singles out of the way. Like, just, just right off the bat. <laughs> just get rid of them? Well, okay. Like, just like, you know, like, you want the t- top of the album to be strong. And so, like, I'd have, like, yeah, Nuclear that's Family true. straight hard. Like, that's I'd have true, these be But you singles. don't want to... Okay. Um, then I'd do track three, Stay the Night. Track four, Let Yourself Go. You might disagree on that, but it's there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Up next, I'd have Missing You. Okay, I, I like that. I like that. Okay, then I'd have Angel Blue. Oh, yeah. Which, again, it's mostly because of Won't You Be My Bloody Quarantine, but I can't help it. Angel Blue. Then I'd have <laughs> Sweet Sixteen. 
which it's maybe creepy, but I'm I still have a fondness for that song. So sweet it's sixteen. It's not a creepy song. Come on. It's all about being forty and having a sweet sixteen. Um, then of course <laughs> I'd have Lazy Bones. Hello, Lazy Bones. Yes. Oh yes, Off yes, yes, Dose, yes. Of course. I was, yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. Then I'd have Period. Wild One. Oh, and that one is also. Be my wild one. Yeah, we That's just a great fucking song. nailed that yeah. shit. Yes. Oh, and yeah. then I'd have, <laughs> this is a, maybe out of left field, I'd have 8th Avenue Serenade. No, I, I like that. I think that's in my, my list as well. Off of Trey. I think that's a good pick. I think that's a good pick. That's like a deep sure. cut, but I think it's a good one. Then I'd have it Amanda, is. bro. Oh, yes. You that's gotta have Amanda. Well. Agreed. I can't believe Amanda wasn't, wasn't on. Anyways. Uh, in the demos, I bet yeah. the demo is so good. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd have X Kid, of course. Would love to hear the demo Same. of X Kid. Yeah. And nice. then, kind of to have a Jesus of Suburbia homecoming moment, I would throw in Dirty Rotten Bastards. <laughs> I'd say that's like Fair their enough. most ambitious song on the trilogy, so I want to include that. Okay. And then I would close with Walk Away, which is, I think, a great last track. And then. I'd have a hidden track at the very end where there's like, you know, like uh, there's like blood on the black parade by my camera where there's like a minute uh-huh. of silence and then, and then nightlife featuring lady Cobra and that'd be the <laughs> hidden track. Uh-huh. And that'd be like a little extra fuck you for everyone. Like, I don't know why, oh but it'd be like, God. Hey, you like this album? By the way, we made this bam. <laughs> You're so fucking funny about that song, dude. And, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. And so, and by the way, and I'm kind of joking about nightlife, obviously. So if you cut that, that would be 13 songs. I think that's a great, okay, that's a fair selection, right? And ending with Walk mm-hmm. Away, I think is like a that's like a beautiful closer to an album. I, I it's all right. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not like crazy about that song, but it's okay. All right, you know, go fuck yourself. What's your Udo trade then? It's huh? a good closer. It's a good closer. Um, okay, so I would also start with Nuclear Family. Nice. I think that's good. That's a good opener, you know. Wait. It gets it going. Oh, kill the! Crazy. I need to add kill the DJ. Fuck. I was wondering why you didn't have kill the DJ. Okay. Yeah, I'm that cutting was crazy. nightlife, people. Nightlife is not my hidden track. My hidden track is kill the DJ. <laughs> there it is. It's official. Wait, okay. it's a hidden track though. It's not in the middle of the album. Anymore? Again, I think that would still throw people to have kill the DJ okay. as a hidden track. That would be okay. kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm that sorry. That would be kind of funny. Anyway, okay. So track two would be kill the DJ. Um, yeah, I think that's just an interesting song for Green Day to do. So yes. I just think that's oh, dude, I would love to hear the demo to kill the DJ. Yeah, I bet the demo is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Fell For You um, demo for track three. Angel Blue demo track okay, four. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, then I think I'd do See You Tonight. I like that little intro interesting. on Dose. Yeah. And I think it'd be a fun, it'd be a fun little like interlude in a in a proper like full album that's a cool thought okay i'll give you that that's cool yeah and uh lazy bones of course yeah that's a a fucking uh what do they call it a uh banger i believe they call (laughs) it a slapping banger yeah a flapping banger that's right uh wild one of course um stray heart yeah and then a classic nightlife wait but are you serious about nightlife no, not so Okay, that, Jesus. <laughs> so we both had our little nightlife jokes. Uh, I was just hoping to freak you out a little bit. Nah, dude. Um, 
Anyway, then Brutal Love. Okay. Yeah, that's a good um, uh, yeah. I actually I actually like that one. It's sort of again, it's just like weird. It's unusual for Green Day to do. I guess it's sort of cool that way. It's yeah. a novel. Um Eighth Avenue Serenade, I agree with you there. That's, that's cool. A good, oh, I didn't like, we both picked cut. that. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. Um Drama Queen, I like still. Yeah. Um X Kid, definitely. Amanda would be like sort of a closer and then like the the final final closer I think would be the acoustic stay the night. Interesting. Well that's I that's yeah. kind of a cool closer too. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude. Oh that's cool. I yeah, I I I I can get on board with most of what you said. <laughs> ours, ours are that. pretty similar but different enough. Yeah, to they know actually are. They're not they're not bad people. at all. Yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. And ours are both fourteen tracks long. Oh, yours is fourteen. I yeah. Thought it was 13. Okay. No nice. shit. Oh, very. Wow. Cool. What are the chances of that? Yeah, I wasn't limiting myself at all. I was just like, all right, I'll just put whatever seems right. Isn't that funny? We weren't limiting ourselves at all, and yet we both <laughs> ended up with four. We're like, yeah, that fourteen, fifteen would be too many. That's too much. <laughs> Do you hear that, Green Day? Yeah. Anyways. What were you doing? What? Why, you yeah. guys? I, I think the three albums, or they could, like, this, either of ours, by the way. I, we have mm-hmm. little differences, but overall, either of ours, I think, would have been a really solid album. Yeah, I agree. You know? I'm actually, I haven't even listened to what I just wrote as the album as an album, but I think looking at it, I'm like, oh, this looks really fun to listen to. So Dude, I'm actually going to put this together same. and listen to it. I'm going to make this a yeah. playlist and just, like rock out nice. like, i think this I'm, yeah i this, got stoked making this i was like this is a good this will be one of my favorite yeah this will be one of my favorite green day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, i mean anything else my friend on on this udo tray or this demolicious no nothing nothing else to say i believe me neither um, man I, we, we kind of done said it all we really have we've we've uh, uh really gone there and back again as far as the trilogy goes it's true like i started from such a place of dislike and now i'm looking at the playlist we've made i'm like this fucking rocks so yes yes Uh, full circle um thank you so much everybody for listening to redundant the totally original green day podcast of course you can catch us on podomatic.com you can email us at redundantgreendaypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, or factual corrections, or you just want to send us your big old dick pics and uh, check them out and forward them to Colin, and we can both kind of go like, wow, that's so much bigger than mine. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. And, and uh, of course, if you want to send your dick pics to Twitter, Colin, what is that Twitter? That is uh, redundant, Colin, the totally original Green Day podcast. Or at Green Day Pod, and we're we're um, we're increasingly active on Twitter because it's a wonderful platform <laughs> with only good as things. always. Yep. Yeah, um, and, healthy uh, healthy place to be. Next time, Colin, I know we haven't fully discussed it, but I'm thinking we might come back. We've got some things in the works. We've got maybe the Panic Land story about the guys. Panic Land is good. The guys yeah. who made that fake Green Day album that we mentioned a long time ago. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and an article just came out about them. So there's a lot more info on that, or oh, maybe we'll have some more yet. green day cinema. We can look at Quattro, the, the DVD about Uno, Dos and Trey. And there, there's a whole, mm-hmm. there's a whole 
lot more to come. I'm glad we and got there's to all those side projects too. Yeah. Glad yeah. we got to the long Udo shot. Frey. Yeah. Um, anything, anything to conclude my, my sweet cause. No, no, I think, I think we've done said it all. We've concluded it all. Of course, thank you so much for listening to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. In summation, I would just like to quote the Green Day frontman Billy Joe Armstrong himself at the very end of the Stray Heart demo saying, I was onto something, Colin. But then I fell off of something. And ain't that just the way it goes? <laughs>